morning, good afternoon, good midday. Welcome in. This is Cup of Joe, a little midday madness right here on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Joe Gaither and Seth Hopper hanging out with you guys for the next hour. I want to say thanks to Big Martin and Xavier Houston getting the day going with the Martin Houston Show. You can hear them weekday 6 until 7. We have Wimp and Barry Sanderson on inside the locker room from 7 to 9. And our man Gary Harris just wrapped up the Gary Harris Show. You heard him from 9 to 11. I'll be with you till noon. We'll pass it to Big Noon Sports. Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, and Christian Miller. We'll have Ryan Fowler on the game at 2 p.m. We're going to bump AP Stidham right in that 6 p.m. slot. AP Stidham as we see it. And then we will turn it over to Alabama baseball at 7 o'clock. Alabama baseball taking on the Vanderbilt Commodores. So download the Tide 100.9 app. It's the best way to keep up with all your Alabama Crimson Tide news and notes. Uh, I want to invite you to jump in and join the show today at two, uh, on the Derry Daniel State Farm Hotline at 205-342-9904. Derry Daniel proudly presents the show. You can find him for all of your home life auto insurance needs, renter's insurance, you need boat insurance, you need umbrella policies, you need anything insurance related. My man, Derry Daniel, can help you out with that. Call him today at 205-758-3391 or visit him at 1214 McFarland Boulevard Northeast right across the street from La Bamba next to First Federal Bank. My man, like a good neighbor, Derry Daniel and State Farm is there. You can also find us on the Twitter machine at Tide109, at Joe Gaither6, and at Seth R. Hopper. Send us your comments, questions, queries, and complaints right there to the Twitter machine. So... Locks out all the intro. What are we going to do today? Okay, let's uh, let's get into uh, Alabama baseball. Wow, uh, I went last night to the Alabama baseball game, uh, beating the Vanderbilt Commodores eleven to two. And you guys know if you've listened to the program, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I felt like it was all, I, I felt like it was, it was just a perfect storm. It, it was perfect weather last night. I didn't have much going on. Uh, all the news surrounding the program just made me want to get out to the ballpark and watch these guys and see how they responded to the firing of Brad Bohannon yesterday. If you listened to the program yesterday, I was a little more hesitant because there wasn't a whole lot of news and details. But as the day went on yesterday, details news kind of different 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 points came out from the Brad Bohannon story and oh my gosh I just keep I just keep hitting myself in the face like how could you be so dumb how could you be so uh, so negligent Brad Bohannon uh, if you if it fired yesterday uh, because of gambling uh, gambling scandals uh, allegedly he was on caught on camera at a sports book at the Great American Ballpark which is in Cincinnati Ohio uh, giving insider information or giving tips or or, or, or helping a gambler uh, place a large wager on the LSU Tigers and goodness gracious uh, obviously, you fire the guy. You, you fire the guy. You clear out his locker. You you, you get rid of him as soon as possible. Uh, but it, it, but you look through his his tenure as Alabama head coach on and. and uh, it puts everything into question. It puts every single loss, every decision, every pitcher's pulled, every pinch runner, every uh, every designated hitter, anybody that gets subbed in, uh, all those decisions get put under scrutiny now. And I hate that. I absolutely hate that because you've got what? Now, this was his fifth year, right? Right, Seth? Fourth or fifth year? I think it was fourth. No, okay. fifth. Yeah, I think it's his fifth year. So you have five, now four and a half years of of moves of uh, basically strategic, strategic, strategic moves, yeah, uh, that Brad Bohannon's made during ball games. And look, he's got a winning record. You look at his, his overall record, I think it's like 165 and 145, something in that range. So he's, he's like 20, 30 games over 500. So it's not like he's traditionally lost more than he's won. But, he, oh, my gosh. I, I, it makes me want – yeah, you got it. His record at Alabama is 166 wins and 124 losses. I, I was close. I was close. One, uh, so he's 40 games, not 20. He's 40 games over 500 uh, over his four and a half years. So it's not like he's out there just, like, losing left and right. Oh my gosh! It makes me feel like it makes me feel like you've hired. It makes me feel like Alabama hired hired a guy who's, you know, he was experienced in college baseball. He knew. Oh, I know how to, I know how to manipulate the game better than anybody out there. I'm going to manipulate the game and get away with get away with insider trading, insider information, get away with gambling on, on the game. I mean, how stupid! How dumb are you? Like, look, I think I'm a smart guy sometimes, but like I realize there are things that I can do. On this radio station right now, they could get myself fired in five minutes. 
in three minutes, in two minutes. Because, and look, I'm not going to do any of those things because it's unwritten rules. It's like, God, oh my gosh, I could, Brad Bohannon, you're making $500,000 a year, which I know is bottom end of the SEC, SEC baseball coaches. It's in the bottom end. But uh, you put that $500,000 salary in Tuscaloosa, in, the, in, in West Alabama. Hey, I love Tuscaloosa. I love West Alabama. Part of the reason I love Tuscaloosa and West Alabama is its affordability. If you're making $500,000, you are a very wealthy man in West Alabama. Very or women, man or woman, you, you are a very, very wealthy person in the state of Alabama uh, if you're making $500,000 a year. And I know there was a lot of work that goes in with it. Lots of hours. College baseball coaching is not just showing up during the, in the dugouts on game day and just saying, go get them, guys. I know that. Lots of recruiting, lots of hours, lots of scouting, lots of things go into it for that $500,000 salary. But $500,000 is an arm and a leg. It's a lot of it's money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> yes, it is a lot of money. And to be th- and to throw away a consistent $500,000 a year salary for what? A $150,000 bet up up in Cincinnati, $200,000 bet. There's rumors and it has not been confirmed how much the how much the the wager was. Uh, the rumors have gone anywhere between $20,000 and $250,000. I've seen I've seen a lot of ranges there, but the reports say that it was significant. Well, significant Significant to me is anything over a thousand dollars. So, so I was asking on on Twitter uh, yesterday at Joe Gaither six if you want to chime in and, and, and jump in and comment, what would be the amount of money that would trigger? This is a, a suspicious bet for college baseball. I think anything over the twenty thousand dollars, anything over five. Uh, well, I think anything, anything over ten thousand because I think you got sharks out there that have real money more than I do that can say, eh, I'll throw ten k on a baseball game and it's not that big a deal because they're sharks like that. But you go over ten thousand dollars. I think you're you're raising red flags and gambling and, and, and gambling entities everywhere. I, I I just don't understand this because baseball is riddled with historic historic stories about gambling. His the the, the, the Black Sox scandal. People, you, you know, when I was young, it was hey, you can be your shoeless Joe, shoeless Joe, shoeless Joe Gaither, and I was like, who the heck is, is shoeless Joe? Oh, it's this old guy. You play for the White Sox, shoeless Joe Jackson, yada yada yada. He was really good, and then you get you dive into shoeless Joe, and you're like, oh, this guy was amazing. Oh, he was a part of the, what was it, 1919 or 1912 Black Sox scandal. It was right, right in the early 1900s. The Black Sox, or the Chicago White Sox, are branded the Black Sox by, by throwing the World Series. All right, Bo Hannon, you didn't throw the World Series. Thank you for that. 1919 World Series. Thank you very much. Uh, Throwing the World Series. All right, Coach Bo, you didn't throw a World Series. You didn't throw an SEC tournament. You didn't throw a regional I hope. I mean, we went to the Ruston Regional two years ago, and I hope that nothing was nefarious in that moment. Golly, you got to imagine the players, all the players from the last five years. They're looking at themselves and thinking, man, I wondered why he pulled Johnny out of the game. I wonder why he put Billy into the game. Yeah, you know, Steven wasn't hitting very good, but he put him in. And these are just generic names. I'm just making If I were on this team for the last four years, I'd be thinking about every single game that we ever lost. You know, they had to be thinking, well, you know, he probably knows more than I do, so this is probably the right decision. But now they're just looking at it like I've been – it's been a lie this whole time. Like, I don't know what's been the truth and what's been a lie between this. I mean, this is just a horrible thing. And he probably threw away his chances at getting another job. But, He'll never coach again, Seth. Well, I mean, we've seen some coaches like Rick Pitino get another job, so you never know. Oh, here's the difference. Rick Pitino, recruiting violations, sexual, uh, sexual assault violations, sexual misconduct, misconduct violations, that's probably the better word, misconduct violations. Pitino never cheated the game. It's it, You cannot gamble on the game. It is black and white. Red, I mean, Pete Rose, you're out of the game forever. No, no, no Hall of Fame. You're out of the game forever. If you gamble on baseball as a baseball player or coach, you, you're, it's the highest. It's the highest crime. It is me. It's me saying slurs on the air. Like I, I was trying to think, what's the what's the equivalent for a radio host? What's the dumbest, absolute dumbest thing that you could do? Yes, I get excited. I get emotional sometimes, and, and, and it's about. If I got so excited or so emotional that I started cursing on the air or started say, using using racial slurs or so or sexuality slurs on the air, it would be the dumbest thing ever. 
You, you do that, you're not working in radio ever again, Joe. You're not, you're not going on the air anywhere. Not in Timbuktu Market, not in New York, not in anywhere. Not in Tuscaloosa. You're, you're, you're out. And so, Coach Bo, you're out. I'm sorry. And it could, be a, it could have been a one-off thing, but you're, you're reading some reports from ESPN that says this has happened more than one time. And it's just disgusting. It makes me think about every midweek game that we lost last year, last year where Coach Bo was using it as kind of experimental slash developmental games uh, and, and saying, you know, we got to do better in the midweek games. The midweek losses last year cost this team a chance to go to an NCAA regional, to cost this team put a postseason play. And you're not – all right, one, let's just think about it. The, the smallest level. You're messing with guys' chances to win. Great. I think about my athletic days, and I think about the win, the, the, the wins in middle school and high school. Win is awesome. It makes, it makes me feel good. That's the, the one thing that you're, you're, you're robbing these guys of. Wins and losses. Good memories. All right. That's, that's, that, that's pretty bad. That's, that's not good. But you're also robbing these guys. These guys are not playing intramurals. They're not playing, you know, with their buddies, you know, on Saturdays just just in the park. These guys are trying to get to the Major League Baseball. Now, I'm not, a, I mean, look, it's the 1%. It's the 1% that's going to get there. But all these guys are trying their best, and they're in a much better position to get into MLB than anybody else is. I mean, they're playing high-level college baseball. <laughs> it's so you're, D1 baseball. Right. You are, so you are messing with these men's future. You're messing with these guys' future. And look, not all of them are going to be MLB All-Stars, and only a couple of them are going to get into minor leagues and play and cash checks. Okay. But you're messing with these guys' future. And, and look, Seth, how would you feel if me as, you know, was the intern coordinator was messing with you guys? Hey, you should write nasty words in your articles. You should write, uh, you, you should go to sporting events and cheer really loud. You should, you know, basically giving you bad advice for your future. You'd think, well, you think, you, you would be very emotionally charged against me. I would be very upset. <laughs> exactly. If I said, hey, why don't you write this stupid sentence in your article and then you go turn it in and you turn it in to, to, and you put it up for employers and they say, oh, we're never going to hire this guy. Look at these stupid sentences he's writing. I feel like it's been a waste of time. Exactly, yes. And so everything you've done for Alabama baseball feels like a lie. Oh, just it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to me as someone who graduated from this university. It's heartbreaking to me because, man, I want to look at every institution, academic or athletic, as our graduate as we're having graduation weekend. Congratulations to all the graduates, academic or athletic. And I want to say, you know what? We are doing it as well as possible at the highest level. Now, we may not win every single game. We may not be, you know, there might be other teams, other athletes that beat us, this, that, and the other. But as far as the process, Nick Saban, we're all going to class. We're all studying hard. We're all going to practice. We're all trying to win. All the coaches are trying to put the players in the best scenarios to win. And if they lose, okay, that's what happens. Golly, it feels like a total farce. And and I was looking at Coach Bohannon, he's likely – He's he and, and getting fired and not working in baseball is going to be the least of his problems. If this comes out, my man can face fel, fel, felony charges. We had something like this. It's in another thing. It's MMA. But James Krause was a UFC or uh, MMA coach and was training up these guys. And he would see, okay, this guy's got an injury. And then he would go tell betters to bet on his opponent. And then that guy would go in there and lose in the first round. And Dana White came out and said he could face federal prison for doing that. I mean, James Krause lost everything. He lost his gym. He, he will, he'll never be able to coach in MMA again. And Dana White even you know said that. He's going to federal prison if all the, all the allegations of insider trading and betting is true. All right, so the, the, the most recent thing that I can like find is from University of Toledo uh, in college athletes. Uh, that's a great example, and you're exactly right, Seth. I, I don't want to skip past that. There are, there are numerous examples in lots of sports. The most recent one that I can find is University of Toledo basketball in the early 2000s were shaving points. And 
the, in 2015, it kind of all came out, uh, all came to a head. Uh, the lead gambler, Ghazi Manny, uh, had a couple of had a couple of University of Toledo athletes kind of on his payroll, kind of manipulating them, and and the the athletes ended up on probation because of because of the extended time. It was in 2003 they got caught in 2015. They got put on probation and they had to pay some community service and some fines. Well, Mazzy, uh, the the lead gambler who made a lot of money, uh, looks like. He planned to go and try da, 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 da. Mazzy, he is he went to jail. Um let's see, he went to jail for six years. Six years. Man. And so this man that the Bohannon is working with, I hope that you made a lot of money. One, it's gonna be gone. I mean, I'm sure the Great American I'm sure the Great American American Ballpark Casino is probably they probably did not pay out that 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 win. But whatever money you made with Coach Bohannon. That gambler is—he's met—he—he's up a creek. He's up a creek without a paddle. I just don't understand how they thought they were going to get away with this. I mean, yes, they always get caught with stuff like this. They always do. I just don't understand how stupid he can be to do this. Well, okay, and and Seth, here's the deal. People talk about, oh, we don't like legalized gambling. We don't like legalized gambling. It's going to make this worse. No, 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 no. It's going to make this better because I'm not going to Billy Bookie and putting in my my $100,000 bet with my insider information. I'm going to a real casino that has regulations in, in place, that has rules and has, uh, you know, catch-alls and, and, and basically can can spot these irregularities. Sure, Billy Bookie might be like, what are you doing betting $100,000 on LSU? It might take your bet and might be like, well, dang, you won. Here you go. But the, when, when you when you make it above board and you have people in place that will uh, keep keep eyes out for irregularities, I, I, I think this is a positive thing for. I, I, honestly, I think this is a positive thing for legalized gambling. I think Alabama needs to get off of its rear end and have sports uh, sports uh, legalized sports gambling, legalized casino. Let's get the. Uh, I mean, we're talking baseball right now. Let's ha- let's help the baseball team out with a legal with a legal lottery. <sighs> So many layers to this set, and we didn't even we haven't even gotten into the game last night. All right, so we're going to take a break right here. Let's talk about the let's put all this this portion to bed just a little bit. We're, the Derrick Daniel State Farm Hotline is open if you want to talk to us about any of the aspects uh, going on in Alabama. Two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. When we take our break, we'll talk about the ball game last night because the team the team really looked good. The team uh, you can debate whether they looked uh, unshackled, whether they looked free, or uh, you know, but they looked good. They played hard, and uh, it was a really fun atmosphere last night at the Joe. So we'll talk about that on Cup of Joe right here on Tide 100.9. Work is a part of all of us. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was imagined and allows us to come together again for the things that really matter. That's why the Alabama Department of Labor and the Alabama Career Center System is here to help you discover bigger opportunities than ever before. Visit your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, PTA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. Missing their clothing around town on game days, but check out Christopher Mobley on the Strip. It's luxury game day apparel redefined. It's the only place in town where you can find Todd Hoops apparel. Clothing designed for the modern day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Viore, Grayson, and Mizzenamain. And if you haven't tried the Mizzenamain dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at ChristopherMobley.shop. So check out Christopher Mobley, luxury game day apparel redefined. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. We'll maintain the chance of a few scattered showers and thunderstorms this afternoon and tonight. The sky mostly cloudy. The high today 75, the low tonight 58. Tomorrow warm, a mix of sun and clouds, a chance of scattered showers and storms. The high at 81 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 68 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Coming up, Coming up on the game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the game, starting at 2 o'clock, we'll do our free-for-all Friday sponsored by Brian Harden Construction. We'll feature Brent Beard, and we'll cover the latest headlines surrounding the University of Alabama, all starting at 2 o'clock here on the game on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 100.9 app. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. 
Welcome back in. Cup of Joe, a little midday madness on Tide 100.9. Seth Hopper and Joe Gaither hanging out with you guys till noon. We'll pass it off to Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, and Christian Miller with the big noon sports crew in just a little bit. We really just flabbergasted in the first segment over the Brad Bohannon situation, over the Brad Bohannon story as it continues to let little pieces of information out. I, I, it's just unfathomable. I. It, my brain breaks when I think about this story, uh, Seth, because well, I was defending, you know, I was defending Alabama on Monday or uh, Sunday, Monday when, when, the, when the news broke and my, my, my buddies who are anti-Alabama were like, oh, more bad news. And I was like, no, surely just a better, just made a, made a, made a, made a you know, made a bad, nothing bad happened. And then come to find out it is the worst version, the stupidest version of this story. Oh, it just breaks my heart and makes my brain just implode on itself. I, j- I just, we need something positive every now and then. This does not help. All right, well, we got something positive last night. The, the guys responded. The boys, the, the, the fellows responded with a massive, I mean, they didn't They didn't just respond. They, they, they smacked Vanderbilt uh, in the rear end last night, 11-2, to two, Beating Vanderbilt, uh, and, and really, it was never in doubt. It was it was a great game. It was uh, I will admit, my first game of the uh, of this year. I've been to many games, but my first game of this year, uh, and perfect weather. And the guys really responded. We had about uh, th- the official note says 3,400 uh, fans were out there, so it wasn't it wasn't full, but it was a nice atmosphere and. Man, you got to give a lot of credit. Luke Holman. Uh, Luke Holman was, ironically, the, the pitcher who <laughs> was supposed to start last Friday against LSU, but was pulled early due to back, t- uh, back tightness. He was dealing last night. It was, it was awesome. He, he, was, he was in total control. Seven innings pitched. Only gave up four hits. Yes, he gave up uh, the, the the home run in the first inning. He gave up a first inning home run, and then in the uh, in the fifth inning, Vanderbilt ended up getting a couple of guys on base, and they worked another guy in. But really, just dealing through throughout the night, uh, it ended up with seven strikeouts. He only gave up, like I said, the four hits, the, the two earned runs. Uh, and look, they're the number five team in the country. They're going to get some hits. They're going to hit. They're, they're, they're going to get some good hacks. Uh, and, and so, he, really, Luke Holman. Uh, kept everything under control for the Crimson Tide. He gave up the first inning home run and give Alabama a lot of credit. They worked themselves uh, to a bases loaded situation in the first inning. And yeah, you could have gotten more out of it. You could have, but you responded to their one run and you, and you, and you retied the game at 1-1. And from there, Alabama was on. They, the, the next inning, they carried the momentum, uh, loaded the bases again. <laughs> Andrew Pinkney, oh my gosh. The sound of the baseball off Andrew, oh, off Andrew Pinkney's bat last night in the second inning. The grand slam into the left field fence. I mean, it was a daddy smack. He, he smacked that bad boy uh, into the left field fence and cleared all, cleared the bases. And so, and from there, Alabama was on. It was 5-1 to one from there, and Alabama just uh, played very, very well on um, Vanderbilt, like I said, they got the one run back in the in, in, in the fifth inning. They made it a six to two or whatnot, and it was like, okay, are we gonna let it slip right here? What's gonna end up happening? Luke Coleman successfully got out of the inning. They bring in uh, Anton Davis, and and, and then uh, they close out the game uh, with Myers My, Myers shut, shutting out the Vanderbilt Commodores. Just I don't know, Seth. Uh, have you been watching this team a lot this year? I watched some games. All right. Did you watch it last night, Andy? No, I did not. All right. Well, well, so I don't have anything to compare this with because I don't watch. I haven't watched them that much. Last night, I got to be honest, the the intrigue of the scandal brought me in. Um, They looked like a team that liked playing together. They played hard. They looked like a team that was carefree. They looked like a team that... um, They looked like a team that was like, oh, now we're trying... And we would come out and win eleven to two and beat the number five team in the country. And it furthers my 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 it furthers my feelings of just I'm uh, just <laughs> flabbergasted, flabbergasted. And, and, and you know, was Coach Bo holding this team back? It, it kind of feels like they they felt kind of disrespected and fired up. Like, okay, all this is coming out against us. Let's go show. We are a good baseball team. Let's go prove that to to the world after all this news. And this has to look good for the interim coach, Jason Jackson. I mean, this type of win has to look good for him. Yeah, and so it was a lot of fun. And Drew Williamson ended up with four four RBIs as well. He ended up with a big big three run home run in the eighth inning uh, in the right field fence. So we saw what uh, we saw one two three. We saw three Alabama home runs. Uh, 
Ed Williams as well, I believe. Uh, you know, Ed um, the. Ed Johnson, yes, Ed Johnson, excuse me, uh, hit himself a home run as well. Um, and, and, and so it was a lot of fun to be in the ballpark last night. I think Alabama, you, shoot, get over there tonight. I just looked at the weather. I, I looked at the weather earlier in the day. Get over there tonight. The game's going to start at 7 o'clock. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be clear weather again this evening. Support the guys. The, why did I go last night? Because I felt like our players needed our support. Look, I know. This is a bad story for Alabama baseball. But the players, uh, it, it was repeatedly put out from several different outlets yesterday that the players had nothing to do with it. And that needs to be shouted from the rooftops. Thank God. Yeah, uh, yes, thank God. Absolutely. But it needs to be shouted from the rooftops. The players had nothing to do with this scandal. And, and because of that, our players, yeah, I feel so bad for them because you talk about everything that goes into being a student athlete at the University of Alabama. They say, oh, you can only practice 20 hours a week. They do a lot more than 20 hours a week, athletically speaking. And they're also maintaining a 12 to 14 to 15 hour class schedule. (laughs) And then they've got true travel and road trips, this, that, and the other. It's not easy. I feel like our guys deserve our support for the rest of the year. And really, whether you're into baseball or not, look, it was a cheap ticket for me last night. It was 10 bucks, And for other people, $3. A couple of people paid, like, no money. Uh, and you've got, what, one, two, three. You know, you got five more home games for the rest of the season. Well, six. Uh, no, uh, Troy, Troy, you're on the road. Five more home games for the rest of the year. Tonight at 7, tomorrow at 2, and then on a, in two weekends, you're playing Ole Miss uh, here on another Thursday, Friday, Saturday set. So, like, there's not that many te- opportunities to support our guys until the SEC tournament. I encourage you all to get out there because, golly, what a what a raw hand these guys have been dealt. What a bad hand these, these players have been dealt who just want to play baseball at a high level, graduate, make good grades, and, and try, to get, uh, try, try to position themselves into, into an a, a MLB draft pick. I mean, from the games I watched, this is not a bad team. They, they have some talent on that team. It just seems like they have been dealt a bad hand, and how they responded last night just makes you feel hopeful for the rest of the season. Absolutely. So we're going to head out to the Derrick Daniel State Farm Hotline. We'll find our friend, Julene. Julene, what's going on on a Friday? Hey, free for all Friday. Roll Tide. Did you enjoy Bama's baseball win last night? Bouncing back. Oh, well, guess what? I woke up and found out they won. There you go. I'm very proud of them. Yeah. So, um, Joe, I have a question. Oh, boy. Okay. So the pitcher that was scrubbed, Friday against LSU pitched last night, correct? Correct. Okay. It is in didn't did he in fact ask to be scratched because he was his back was tight or whatever having back issues? I I mean or was that just Bohannon um deal on his own? That's what I want. Well Miss Julene, that is a great question. Honestly, it's a great question because I don't know. Uh I don't I don't know the truth. Luke Coleman might have been feeling a little tight. Or it might have been feeling a lot a lot tight. And there's varying degrees. And Coach Bo can say, Oh, you're one percent tight, okay, that's too much. We're not going with you today. Or you're hundred percent tight, okay, that's obviously too much. We're not going with you. How how cautious, how you know, Brad, Coach Bo pulled Luke Luke Coleman out of the game before the game on uh, last Friday and it sounded like, oh, I'm protecting my pitcher. Okay, that sounds like a great <laughs> that sounds like a great reason, but is he really doing it so that he could make some money? It's flat it's unbelievable, Julian. It's unbelievable. It is, and that's why I'm asking you this question. I wish somebody would ask the, ask him, ask Luke, were you okay to go? Okay, the next time that he he appears, and if, the next time he appears for for media availability, I think that we should. I think you're exactly right. That's a good. That is, I think you're exactly right. Because it, that might answer a, a lot of questions as to the, the the way things have been, you know, ran at the program. One hundred percent. I I think you're on a right track right there because he looks. Now, granted, a lot can change in six days, but he looked very strong last night. <laughs> he looked very good last night in control. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, so I'm proud of the team, and I'm supporting them, and I hope the game gets in tonight. I hope the weather is, um, you know, holds off for them. 
and let's go get this win. Let's get a sweep, guys, and roll tide. Roll tide, Miss Ewing. Thanks so much for calling in today. We love you and appreciate you being a part of the show. Love you guys. God bless you. God bless. Roll Tide. That's Miss Juline on the Derek Daniels State Farm Hotline. If you want to chime in on the Derek Daniels State Farm Hotline at 205-342-9904, lines available for you guys right now. Seth, what do you think? I think that's a great question. I think she brings up a great, a great question. How tight, how inhibited was Luke Coleman last Friday? Was it 50% back tightness? Was it 70% back, t- back tightness? Was Coach Bo really trying to protect Luke Coleman or was he just trying to squeeze out an extra 100 grand? I would like to think that he was just trying to save his player. Maybe he was a little bit tight and didn't didn't feel comfortable, but after all this, Joe, I, I don't know. I, I I'm leaning towards the side that it was mainly because of the money. I am too, and that's 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 a problem. That's because now every, look, every every decision over the last four and a half years, every move, you now wonder, you now are wonder. Oh, did Coach Bo? Did Coach Bo? Now this is extreme. It's probably not 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 correct. But last year, did Coach Bo just leave Connor Prelip in rehab and say, "No, you don't have to pitch this year"? <laughs> I, I, that, I think that's not right. I, I think that's incorrect. But like every decision, every decision is now subject to scrutiny. Did you do that because you thought it would help Alabama win, Coach Bo, or did you do that because you have a hundred grand or one dollar? Like here's it doesn't matter if it was a hundred grand or one dollar. One dollar, Bob. It does not matter. If, if you were gambling one dollar against your team, fire your ass into the sun and never come back. N- never come back. You need to be, if, if, Bo, coach. If this ended up being true, and you want to stay in baseball, you're going to be coaching little league. That's all it's going to be. You're going to be coaching the little league West Alabama All Stars. Joe, I got a question for you. Pete Rose, right? Uh huh. He only bet for his team, so. How do you how do you feel about that situation? Because he never bet against his team. That's what he says. Allegedly, yes. That's what he says. Since uh, there's no, you know, you know. All right. So evidence there's, that he there's, bet there's no proof. Them. Right. Okay. I still feel strong. Like because I think that's a. I, I do think I do see the difference there, and I, and I think there is a little bit of like nuance difference. Oh, you're betting for your team always. And so he, he, Pete Rhodes will say, it made me try harder. It made me try harder. My mo- more money was on the line, this, that, and the other. Um, no, I'm still – you don't b- gamble on your own games, period. I – look, I, I like to place a wager from time to time. I, I, I despise losing money, though. So I, I do it from only time to time. Uh, very, very few and far between. But, it, like, if I'm playing for the Alabama Crimson Tide and we're playing – Vanderbilt, Georgia, whoever. We're playing an opponent. I'm not betting on that game either way. No ifs, ands, Okay, if I want to bet on Florida and they're playing LSU tonight, I think that's a little different. I think that's okay. And even, yes, I know it's gray area. I think even if you're in the game as a coach or a player and you want to bet on my buddy, you know, my, my buddy's playing a team I hate or something. I think my buddy's team's going to win. I Look, I know you can operate on insider information and that becomes a dangerous thing. That becomes a trouble, a trouble spot. You just don't bet on your own games for or against yourself. You like you have ruined the integrity of your own game. And and, and look, that's we talk about the WWE from time to time on on, on this show. I like wrestling. It, it, it's fun. It's entertaining. But you all listeners, you know this. You're not dumb. You, you know, we've got very smart listeners. Wrestling is um, scripted. It's not fake. The guys are are, are hitting the floor. Uh, the guys are hitting the floor. So uh, they're hitting the, the mat. They're, 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 you know, taking the bumps. It's not fake in that sense, but it is scripted. The winner, Johnny wins or Billy wins. Billy knows he's going to win before he goes into the game. And yes, you have people who love WWE, but they know that it's kind of scripted. The sports, mainstream sports, football, NFL, MLB, college football, mainstream sports are much more, no disrespect to you, WWE, but they are much more popular than WWE because of it's not fixed. It's not controlled. And look, there's nothing wrong with liking WWE. I, I enjoy it. It's, it's a great show. It's a great entertainment value, world wrestling entertainment Sports are much bigger because we know, shoot, Team A or Team B could win. They're all trying hard. We don't know. The team A doesn't know what Team B is about to do, and, and, and so on and so forth. 
you have to keep that mystery. You have to keep that illusion of, comp- of competition. You could talk about, oh, the NBA's fixed. I've heard that for years. NBA's fixed, X, Y, Z. And, you know, I like to make the jokes that the Packers get all the NFL's love, yada, yada, yada. They're, they're, the, they're the NFL's favorite franchise because everything's fixed for them. But I, I don't really believe any of that. And that's what makes me continue to watch the mystery, the, the competition. Ugh. So go, go. you cannot bet on your own teams. Yeah, I agree. And going back to the WWE thing, as a WWE fan. I like it. It's good. I don't like it personally because here's why WWE is scripted. We have seen for over a lot of years things being leaked of who's going to win, who's going to win. Somebody knows who's winning, so that's going to get leaked. That that's I don't think that's going to work out. I, I, as a WWE fan, I don't want to see betting on matches like that. I just don't like that. <laughs> Let's head out to the Terry Dandel State Farm Hotline. We'll find huge baseball fan, Mr. Franny. Franny, how we doing today? Uh I'm good, sir. How are you? Oh, very, very good. Did you enjoy the win last night? Uh, yes, it was a nice distraction from what's going on. <laughs> At least for a couple hours anyway. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Here's why you can't bet on your own team if you're a coach. You could use a certain pitcher in a game that you bet on and not use a certain pitcher on a game you didn't bet exactly. on. Exactly. So, what am I supposed to believe then? Franny, if you, if you, as you've watched Alabama baseball for the last four and a half years under Coach Bo, have you, uh, have you been, have you questioned his moves uh, in the last week? Uh, well, no, but I, I've been an Alabama baseball fan since 1995. You can go through everybody's games and say, why did he do that? Why did he do this? But here's the thing. If you're a coach, you're supposed to be an example for your players. 100%. You're supposed to be the adult in the room. Amen. Now, would I be surprised if there wasn't another layer to this? No, I wouldn't be. Agreed. But I hope not. But would it shock me? No. Mm-hmm. But when they got P. Rose making phone calls to, to his bookie from the dugout, <laughs> they got you. Sorry, Pete. They had you. And even if you've got information about the other team that you're playing, you can't give that out. Sure. Because it's insider training. You just can't can't do that and that's why they don't want you betting on the sports at all at least the sport you're involved in baseball whatever it might be i mean it's the it's the number one rule in the clubhouse isn't it franny it's right there in every clubhouse don't bet on the game well none of us were around when this happened but the chicago black Sox scandal right that's how that came about, because somebody bet on the World Series and paid off the uh, White Sox. But I hope they have a good season. But I do think it's going to be hard for this coaching staff to get another job after this because of the association. You're exactly right, Franny. So I don't know how you get around that. And if I'm an athletic director at another school, I'm not taking a chance. No, not I with a 10-foot pole. No, I got to tell you, no thanks. I, I think that, I think you're exactly right again, Franny. Franny, let me ask you, do you think that uh, you, there's only a couple more series left, uh, what, uh, two and a half more series, A&M, Ole Miss, and the rest of this Vanderbilt series? Do you think the Tide will play well for the last three series? Well, you know this because I talked to Gary uh, in previous occasions. I had us down for 22 wins in a non-conference. We've got 21. I was hoping we'd go... 16 and 14 in the conference, and maybe we could still do that because A&M's, what, 9 and 12? And Ole Miss is worse than that. 
So you sneak out another game in the Vanderbilt series. That's 11. You take two out of three from A&M, which is possible. That's I agree. 13. And then you win the Ole Miss series. That's 15. I think that would be doable. I think that would end up, that would leave you with a season, despite the off-field scandal, uh, that would yeah. leave you with a season that you're proud of. And then, you well, because we've got 22 non-conference wins, assuming we beat Troy. Right. Let's just assume we win that game. That's 37 and 18, and that's before you get to the SEC tournament. That's pretty good. I, I think that um, the <laughs> while it's not a good thing, the story is not a, the, the scandal is not a good thing. The, the, the positive thing, at least for me, is, is I'm paying I'm uh, paying more attention to the to the program. <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah, well, I, I would say this: they say publicity is good, not necessarily, <laughs> not when you're dealing with something like this. But I will say, I mean, because that was placed. On LSU and against Alabama, if that doesn't motivate you as a player, then something's wrong. Uh, I totally agree. I totally agree. Because I would be so mad if I found out, oh, my coach is throwing our own games. Yeah, but here's the thing I don't understand. The coach makes more money than anybody on a coach. <sighs> yes. Now, if you were to tell me that those couple of the players – who aren't on full scholarships, you know, did that, I'd be like, well, yeah, they shouldn't do it, but they've done it in other sports in the past. Why would this be any different? But it just shocks me that a head coach would do that. And Kyle Peterson said that he knew Bohannon for 15 years, and that would be the last person you suspect of doing anything like this. That's why it was so surprising. That's why uh, really. That's why. So on, on Monday when this came out, I thought there is no way Coach Bo would be this foolish because I met him a couple of times. He seems like a he, no. He is a nice guy. He has been very nice to me anytime right. I've spoken to him, uh, and he seems like a smart guy. And he seems like he loves the game of baseball. So putting all that together, I thought no chance that this is true. So uh, and, and to address what you what you ooh, said a, a minute or two ago, there may be. I'm hope. If there's another layer, if there's another angle to the story that exonerates Coach Bo, I hope it comes out like ASAP. Well, I was just thinking that we may see a couple players involved in this. I hope. Oh, I hope not too. The reports yesterday said that they were not involved, uh, but you know, but it's still early, so I think you know that's still. I, I, I don't know that I'm ready to say that's set in stone. That, well, this is the first layer of the onion. I don't For think sure. I don't think we know the whole story yet. I hope that's all there is to it because problem solved. But um, you and I know that's usually not the case. 100%. Franny, man, I thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for listening. Thanks for calling. That's Franny on the Derrick Daniel State Farm Hotline. Really appreciate him hanging out with us, Mr. Franny. And you guys can jump in. We're going to take our break. We'll take our break. We'll be back with our final segment on Cup of Joe. Uh, Shoot. I I haven't even touched on any playoffs because I spent my night last night at the Joe. Uh, We'll talk about some playoffs. We'll we'll, we'll keep this conversation rolling about Alabama baseball, uh, all that and more. On the other side, the Derry Daniel State Farm Hotline's open at 205-342-9904. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Aiden Dollins with your Tide Sports Update. Alabama baseball coach Brad Bohannon was fired yesterday for violating the standards, duties, and responsibilities expected of university employees. In their first game without Bohannon since 2018, the Crimson Tide went out and beat Vanderbilt 11-2, the team's first win over the school since May 22, 2015. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Work is a part of all of us. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was imaginable and allows us to come together again for the things that really matter. That's why the Alabama Department of Labor 
and the Alabama Career Center system is here to help you discover bigger opportunities than ever before. Visit your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOM, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. Hey, this is Reagan, owner of RR Cigars, the Cigar Mansion in downtown Tuscaloosa. Located at 2703 6th Street across from the Home Two Suites. Come down to RR and see why we're the ultimate cigar and bourbon experience. With over 165 bourbons and five private barrels, our selection of bourbon is unmatched. We have the best cocktails around, and our cigar selection is legendary. Our lounge and service are world class. Come and experience. Experience the luxury of the mansion and see why it's a world-renowned cigar and spirits destination. Did you know not washing your hands after using the bathroom can increase the spread of hepatitis A? Washing your hands with soap and water, as well as getting vaccinated, is the best way to protect yourself if you are at risk of getting hepatitis A. One dose of the hepatitis A vaccine provides long-lasting protection in up to 95% of those who receive it. For more information on the hepatitis A outbreak in our state, visit alabamapublichealth.gov forward slash IMM. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Public Health, the ABA, and this station. Need to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Then subscribe to our YouTube channel for exclusive content. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. So we took turns of staring at the window at the dark. It's amazing what happens, Seth, when you actually try to win a game. And he began Alabama taking down number five Vanderbilt, eleven to two, last night at the Joe. You can hear tonight's game seven o'clock right here on Tide one hundred point nine. Roger Hoover, Chris Stewart, everybody, all the gang from Crimson Tide Sports Network. We are so proud to partner with Crimson Tide Sports Network. You'll be able to hear their coverage starting at six fifty-five, five five minutes till first pitch. We haven't got into any of the playoffs because last night I spent my night at the Joe and this story is just too big to uh, to, to put off. I like to, like to always have the local news, the local stories first, and we'll, we'll get into the national news, national stories second. So uh, playoffs last night, look, the uh, I, I, I told you guys to watch the Lakers game. Oh gosh, I'm sorry if you did that. I'm sorry if you watched the Lakers game because the Warriors stuck their foot right up the Lakers' rear end. Uh, what, 127, 103, something like that. Uh, B their beat their brains in to tie the uh, to tie the series 127 to 100 thank you very much uh to, to tie the series uh one to one and they so so they're going back to la for game number three um and, and so yeah i walked in i walked in at the end of the third quarter because it went to i stayed to the to the end of the uh, alabama game i uh, drove home walked into the end of the third quarter i'm like okay flip the flip the game on oh it's a 25 point game i said all right i text my warriors buddy i said what happened he said oh we just played real good we just came out and played really good stuck it to him so uh warriors and lakers now tied one to one tonight's basketball you're looking at celtics and celtics and 76ers both tied one one their game three and you're also looking at Suns nuggets Suns down oh two um are the nuggets for real man they might be. I mean, Jokic might feel disrespected that he didn't win MVP for what the fourth year in a row. Yeah. So he. So they give it to Joel Embiid, uh, and then we also touched a, a, a moment, a moment on uh, on hockey yesterday. The uh, just to close a loop, the Florida Panthers ended up taking a two to nothing lead over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, they, they'll be continuing uh, their series. Let's see tonight and in the hockey action, seven o'clock, New Jersey Devils and the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, Carolina up one to nothing in that series. Seth, it's a Friday, uh, and I didn't even realize this, but uh, UFC is having a big, a, a big event this weekend. Uh, Henry Cejudo, uh, legend, coming back into the cage, taking on Aldrin Sterling. Uh, that, that I mean, yeah, they're both 102 pounds, but it's gonna be gonna be a fun fight. 135, Joe. Uh, yeah, we got Aldrin Sterling, you know, defending his belt against probably the greatest flyway ever, and Henry Cejudo. I mean, two time, two division champ. Uh, then we got Bilal Muhammad going up against Gilbert Burns. I think this is Gilbert's, like, third fight in, like, five months. We have a lot of good fights. We have Jessica Andrade, and then we have, uh, we have a guy, Diego Lopez, who's stepping in on, like, two weeks' notice because uh, Bryce Mitchell uh, got hurt. So. When, is, when is Bilal Muhammad going to get his respect? 
probably after this fight. Dana said after this fight, he will be the number one. Contender. He has been stacked. He's been the number one contender for like a year now. And Dana's just like, oh, you're boring. You're Middle Eastern. You're not sellable. You're, you're, you're not a marketable champion. We're not going to give you a chance. But he, when he gets, he gets his chance, he's going to win. He's going to be champion. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing is Colby Covington's going to fight before him. Oh, my gosh. Dana did reconfirm that. But, but Law is after Colby. If that This is middleweight, ever- right? This is middleweight, right? Yes, this is Welterweight, welterweight. Welterweight, 155, 165. No, welterweight is 170. Okay, so you, this, this is the, Colby Covington. I hope you get your I hope you get your block knocked off. He probably will. Uh, Leon Edwards looked really good in that last fight against Kamaru Usman. So I, I think Leon will beat him. And then we'll have Leon versus Bilal if Bilal wins this fight. It could be Leon versus Gilbert. And I would love to see that fight. I too. would, too. I love Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns, his attitude is just like, put anybody in front of me. I'm good to go. I stay ready. He is a real fight. He's a fighter's fighter. Third fight in five months, I believe. So, yeah. I mean, he's just been nonstop. It's like every pay-per-view he's been on this year. All right. So we're going to get us ready for the weekend with those couple. Of a couple of UFC on Saturday, NBA and NHL playoffs will continue through the weekend, and we'll talk about them on Monday. Uh, but we will also be paying deep deep attention to Alabama baseball against the Vanderbilt Commodores. Vanderbilt tonight at seven o'clock at the Joe, and then tomorrow at two o'clock at the Joe as well. You're going to be able to hear both games right here on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. I want to say a big thanks to everybody for jumping in and joining us on the Derek Daniel State Farm Hotline today, Miss Juline and Mister Franny hanging out with us, talking some baseball. Seth Hopper, great job as always. Thanks for keeping me on the rails. Thanks to Derek Daniel State Farm uh, presenting the program. We're going to have Big Noon Sports coming up next with Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, and Christian Miller. Have a great weekend, everybody. That's it for Chump and Joe. Every gambler knows that the secret to surviving is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep. Every hand's a winner And every hand's a loser And the best that you can hope for Is to die in your sleep And when he finished speaking He turned back toward the window Crushed out his cigarette Faded off to sleep And somewhere in the darkness The gambler, he broke even 